Hey everybody, I'm Damon. And I'm Jake. And you're listening to Logic Lane. We are underway. Welcome, everybody, to another edition of Logic Lane. I'm Damon. Welcome. Jake's sitting right here. I'm Jake. Jake. I am right here. I'm doing great, man. How was your week? (laughs) Horrible. (laughs) So I've heard. (laughs) Yeah, let's... Indulge me. (laughs) Indulge us. (laughs) Oh, there's so much I could talk about. Um, Let's see. That's okay. Uh, I've got a laundry list, too, but... No, okay. with you. Okay, well, mine, uh, <laughs> oh, let's see. Well, I, I, it started, I had I had a couple of days off, and let's see, Monday, we were calling around, and I started this last week, actually, trying to find a replacement tire. I believe I talked about that on the last episode. The wife uh, blew out one of her tires on, on the truck, and uh, it was a Firestone. We were checking for that's warranty. A, that's a no bueno. Well, no, run over, run over a metal, metal shard or something laying in the street. That you know, dark. You can't Shrapnel. see the stuff. So, yeah, whatever blame, the case. I blame Putin. It flew over from the Ukraine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Putin screwed up her tire. Yeah. Um, anyway, it blew up. So warranty was, you know, out of the question at this point. We, you know, it doesn't cover road hazards. You know, fifty thousand, seventy thousand more mile warranty, whatever. But they're a set of Firestone destinations, and of course they're the LE2s, which aren't made anymore. They're now the LE3s. So trying to get a place to order them and get us one tire, um, Firestone apparently there's a, there's a nationwide shortage of of Firestone tires. So that sucks. Okay, add that to the list then. Yeah, yeah. Chips and Firestone tires. <laughs> yep, apparently Firestone tires, there's a national shortage. Um, I don't know if they're just, they don't have people to make them, they don't have people to ship them. I don't know what the story is. I didn't dig into it, but every place I've called, they don't have them. So, okay, well, let me see if I can find a different tire. So I start calling around, going like, well, you can buy this, but we should probably buy two. Nobody wants to buy one offset tire and the wife doesn't want to have a mismatched tire, you know, and I don't either, but these things are new like a summer ago. So they, these things probably have less than 1500 miles on them. So they're still good. You know, the three that are on there that are, that are good. Well, the, we got a, a crappy spare that was thrown on there to, you know, to get her by, but it's it it doesn't match the rest of them. It's not even close. It's a good year, and it's it's not in the best shape. So it's just enough to keep air in and keep her going. So I've been trying to look around and find something to replace it, and and that's been a dang nightmare. And and I even I called around. And I'm like, you know what? Let me even try Walmart because they've got an auto place. You can pull it in there. They'll replace the tires. But they said, oh well, it's a four wheel drive. I said, yeah. 
Oh, we have to do all four tires. Like, since when? Why do you have to do all four tires? They aren't smart enough over there, so they have these rules to, you know, to supplement the stupidity, I guess, of Walmart employees. <laughs> supplement the stupidity? Yeah, that's what rules are, right? Yeah, 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 that's what rules are in place so that yeah. you don't have to be a smart person. You just follow the checklist, you know? Yeah, just follow the picture on the wall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So since it's a four-wheel drive, they have to have four wheels uh, in or four tires on it, apparently. So I even, st- I, I take it a step further. I said, well, I, it, it's two-wheel drive all the time and only four-wheel drive when you push the button to go into four-wheel drive. <laughs> And, and I confused take him. Your noodles I, right there. I know I confused him. He, he couldn't he couldn't wrap the his head around that. Fell off the wheel on that one. <laughs> I know. And he says, "No, uh, no, you have to have four tires." I'm like, "Oh my god!" I said, "I, I said, how about this?" And I even went further. I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, I wonder if I just hang up the phone because I pretty much said, "All right, you know what? I'm going to do that. I'm just going to hang up." All right, thanks for nothing, buddy. Click. And then I'm thinking to myself, what if I take the tire off, jack the thing up, take the tire off? run the tire in the back of my truck, take it over there and say, hey, this is a spare tire. Can you give me a new tire to put on the uh, on in place because this spare is bad? I want a new tire put on here. Will you do that? I don't even know if they'd be able to do that. Well, doesn't it go on a other vehicle with four tires? Yeah. <laughs> you know, see, and they'd be like, we need to replace four. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that would have thrown them way off, but... So I, anyway, I called an old place that uh, that uh, my dad used to work with. He was a mechanic for many years, and he got to know a lot of places around town. And this was one of the ones that um, he always did business with, and they always treated them well. So I called over there, and, of course, they re- remembered the family name. Uh, so that was good. And uh, he, he said, well, you know what? Uh, they always, this is something my dad always did. He says, well, I don't need a brand new one. How about a like new use? Because a lot of times people will come in, buy a bunch of new tires, and there'll be good tires that they just chuck off into the back warehouse. And they just sit on the shelf. And, you know, if you end up having a blowout like this, they can get you into something cheap like that that, you know, would also, you know, would have been just destroyed. And they have to have to pay to have these, you know, properly disposed of anyway so they hold on to them if they're if they can still be used so i called the guy I said hey do you got anything anywhere close to a firestone this is the the the, the size with all the numbers and whatnot and see if you can look well he, he said all right well let me go look i'll get back to you well he didn't get back to me so i called and left a message today so we're kind of waiting on that but hopefully they'll have at least something maybe i can get them to get two tires that have the same numbers and that are somewhat close to the other ones so you know they they don't look terrible and so so anyway that's that's what's going on with the wife's truck mine has been good no problems of course the funny part is i had uh i have a squeak when i turn i don't know if i mentioned that too when i turn i get a loud kind of a squeak well and that was my mechanic said well this vehicle sat for eight months up there at the lot it sat there and one of the one of the ball joints dried up so that's what the noise is when you're turning the corner. You get the loud squeals and noise. He said, "If if if ever watch Christmas Vacation, oh yeah, with with Aunt one of my Aunt, favorite uh, shows of all time. Yeah, what is her name? Aunt Bethany. What's Bethany. that sound? Yeah, that, that 
strange squeaking sound. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. what that reminded me. Yeah, of. yeah. Well, this this is uh, well, my mechanic crawled under there. He said, "Ah, lower ball joint is what it sounds like." I'm like, "All right, well, we'll order one of those up. Thirty bucks. I got it sitting in a box right here. Now it's a matter of." We got to find time to do it, and uh, we the wife's truck kind of went, her, her tire blew up, so we had to get that swapped out and checked and rotated from the front to the back, and you know so it didn't wobble because it's out of balance, and get that all dialed in. So that was that was one thing, and I, I still got it sitting here, but as I drive it now, it doesn't make a noise anymore. So I don't know if it just relubricated itself or what, but he said the the little rubber. Uh, um, well, the ball joint is, is just sits inside like this rubber kind of shroud, and the rubber shroud over time can rip. You know, it's rubber. It breaks down. It rips, and then suddenly it's noisy, you know, and you get gunk and crud in there, and shit gets nasty. So, But I've got it, but now it's no longer making the noise. So one of these days, we're just going to replace the damn thing, and then we'll be fine, but right now it's not a big priority. Um, but anyway, so outside of that, going to work coming home doing my thing and ben i I, you know we talked about pushing off the one week of the show because i wasn't feeling the greatest and the throat was kind of tore up and everything was bad well i had about two days where we recorded last week's show and the day after and i was good and then suddenly i had a sore throat started didn't feel good again i'm like what the hell is going on well a few days later the wife's got it you know, one of the kids has got it. You know, the, the son's got it now. She decides to test one night while I'm at work. Because I figure, well, I'll tough it out. It's not a big deal. I'll tough it out. There was only one day where I really felt like terrible after that, where I was like, all right, I'm staying home today. I don't feel good. Screw it. Well, she messaged me at work. She said, I tested positive. I'm like, oh, really? <laughs> well, she's got the exact same symptoms that I got. I'd be willing to bet I have it yeah. too. So I come home, and on my couple of days off, I test. Sure enough, I finally, after all this time, I finally have COVID. So that's why my voice is a little on the jacked up side, and I'm, I'm clearing my throat here and there. I'm already over and through it. The sore throat is gone. Most of the drainage is gone. There's still a little bit of cough and crap up here and there, but really it was not much more than a, it felt like a common cold is really all it was. So Yeah, yeah, I, was, I remember my covid with um common cold a little bit of aches and pains the the only significant thing for me was just i lost like 100 percent, lost my smell right and my yeah, taste for yeah. about two weeks i had no none of that problem at all i still taste i still smell everything just fine my nose has always kind of been jacked from the get-go so it it has to be a really powerful smell for me to pick up on it anyway um so a lot of people will pick up regular everyday scents where I won't even notice that. So that's kind of been a common thing. Uh, I've had allergies all my life and, and the stuff that I have to spray up my nose to keep it open regularly has kind of deadened the, the scents glands, I guess. I don't know how that all works out, but that's, that's what we're dealing with. But, uh, really it was interesting though, not being vaccinated, uh, and, the wife was and she seemed to have it a lot lot worse than i did so i don't know if that makes any difference or not or or what the deal was but the kids they had it and you didn't even really notice they had it you know so but 
But yeah, so because of that, I have been ordered to stay home. So I'm not working for a while. So that so is that. Well-deserved time <laughs> on the beach. Yeah, sort of, but not getting paid for it. That's that's our lovely state. They used to pay people to stay home, but now they don't. They took that away. You know, so whatever it is, what it is, it's it's discrimination, is what it is. But um, you know, where some vaxism. we're going, to, you know, well, that's exactly what it is. Like I said before, yeah. it, it's it's hundred percent vaxism, and I think it has something. It's it it it, it stemmed originally from them saying. Well, you're not vaccinated. We're not giving you the time. You're going to pay for your own time, and we're going to pay for everybody else. Well, that's that's vaxism, a hundred percent. But now it's more like we're just not going to give anybody across the board. So it's not singling anybody out this specific time, but it is what it is. Well, it's so. it's interesting that you mentioned that because when I got COVID, I was already on my own, burning my own sick leave time, of which. I've got hundreds and hundreds of hours. I'm one of those healthy guys that never calls in sick. But anyway, so I was on my own sick time. And then when I tested positive, they just said, don't come back in. Um, I have coworkers that have said, I think I might have COVID and they got 10 days off for free. I actually had COVID and I had to pay for all my sick leave myself. And so I thought that that was kind of um, a little bit off. And so long story short, uh, I found out that we, at least in in my state and my agency, I can apply for uh, workman's comp for um, for COVID. Okay, well, I'll explore that. You know, I don't really need the money, but you know, if they're going to pay me back some, if I can recover some sick time, like they'll give me my sick time back, that's great. That's it's the biggest thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and see so, what what it, it sucks for me too, because right now I was one of those guys as well that didn't take a lot of time off and a lot of sick time. I ended up with my surgery and was laid up for a while. And before I was able to utilize the short-term disability that I pay into every every paycheck, yeah, yeah, I had to burn through all of my comp and all of my vacation time first, and all my sick time. So all of yeah. that is gone. And so that you know, and it, it's coming back slowly and accumulating back up. But now it's burning out for something like this. And so yeah. It, well, I I called up our workman's comp because um, the union said you can get that back. And so I, I initiated the process, but I stopped it because they wanted to send an invest like a health investigator out. They wanted me to turn over names of people in my work section that were um, already sick that I might have gotten it from. And they wanted to investigate if they were wearing masks and following protocols. And it turned into this whole like health department investigation and i said no i am not going to do that you could just cancel the claim i'm not going to i mean i'm not going to turn over on they wanted me to rat out people at my work to see if they were wearing masks or if they're yeah if they were vaxxed or whatever i said no i'm not going to do that not, yeah not that, that's that's what it turned into that. yeah instead yeah. of instead of all right our bad we're going to go and comp you for this stuff. No, what we're going to do is we're going to give you the stuff, but we're going to take it from all these other evildoers. That's all they were doing. They, yeah. were, they were just, it, they, it, they were pointing fingers, name calling and all that. Exactly what it was. The incident turned into something to, you know, liken to an investigation. I pulled the plug and said, it's not worth it. Uh, you're not going to come down and then turn my work center inside out and investigate just so that a few of us can get, no, it's not worth it. No, I 100% agree. Yeah, yeah go, go away. Yeah, 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 go away. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. So anyway, I've I've got time now, and I've I'm not going to work for a while. So whatever, might as well record some shows. <laughs> you <know>? Absolutely. <laughs> so, uh, you know, enough about my week. How was your week, buddy? Uh, busy. Um, I found a new. Um, I like rum. I, I drink rum and scotch. I'm a scotch drinker, and I like rum. And I'm I'm pretty staple. I like to stick to my uh, uh, Captain Morgan's private stock because I can pour it and just kind of sip on it. And little after dinner, little after dinner dinner. What do you call it? Schnifter there, whatever. But anyway, so I um. Long story short, it goes back. I've been uh, really a couple years ago. I got offered a job in Hawaii on the mainland of Hawaii. And I know my dad listens to the show and this is probably the first time he's going to hear this. So it's one of those things that'll, but it's okay. It's, um, I ended up opted not taking the job. What are you thinking? Um, I know I, and my wife kicks, my wife kicks me in the ass every other day because whenever I have a bad day at work, I, I will tell myself like literally like I could be in Hawaii right now. Yeah. The reason there's, there's reasons why I didn't take it. The number one reason was is that I had to switch over to a different federal agency and I had to go through, they were going to make me go through another police academy. And at the time I was like 48, 49 and I'm already established in management where I'm at. And I would have had to have started all over again down at the bottom rung. I don't want to do another police academy. I've been through three police academies in my career. I'm not doing another one. I'm too set my way. So that was the bottom line as to why I didn't take it. But understandable. All right, I'll yeah. back off. I was going to chew so, your butt for that, but that's all right. Yeah, I get it. I get it. But, I get it. I totally I understand. It, it was one of those, um, you know, crossroads, and and uh, it was the long term. It would have been better family and stuff wise. Yeah, Hawaii would have been great. But anyway, so <laughs> that being said. I love Hawaii culture. I love, um, you know, the food, the culinary and whatever. And so when I went down to the local um, uh, liquor store to pick up, a, get a bottle of scotch and and uh, I saw that there was a new rum that was out there, uh, Koloha rum. It's, it's distilled on the island of Kauai. And so, okay, fine. You know, I'll, I'll get a bottle. And I tell you what, it is some of the best tasting rum that I have had. And so it's always good to branch out and get, so it's a new, instead of, you know, most of your rums are Caribbean and Caribbean rums, but this is a Hawaiian rub, rum, rum, and uh, I, I like it. So uh, that will, that has earned a permanent place on my top shelf. So that was a good find on that one. But I, I was on my way, in fact, just today to Home Depot. And as you know, you have a house, and our house is about 10 years old, and uh, when you have a house, you're constantly fixing stuff on right. the house, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So my second home is Home Depot. I'm always down there picking up a doorknob <laughs> or, <laughs> yeah. you know, the, you got to get whatever the dog chews. Yeah, yeah we, have, we, have a, we have a Menards. We've got a Home Depot up here and the old Ace Hardware Hank. Oh, I miss Ace Hardware. We, we've got uh, one of those, and it's still mom and pop run, so yes. I utilize that one as much as possible. The customer service is top-notch. I I remembered my dad taking me into... I grew up in a town in Northern California called Sebastopol, and I remember my dad taking me to the local hardware store, and my favorite part is they still had those candy jars with the long uh, stick candy. Oh, yeah. And, yeah. you know, like the the... 
and they had like root beer and orange cream, whatever, and they were a nickel. And, oh, and you can grab yeah, a handful yeah. of those, and they were each old fashioned. Anyway, and they and they sold root beer barrels too. Yeah, uh, yeah, the, the, yeah. This yeah. one used to have that, and they also had uh, this was really cool. They used to have one of those little uh, popcorn machines sitting in the oh, corner. Oh yeah. Yep. So you could so, walk in, get a little bag of popcorn, and wander around the store and eat some yeah, popcorn. Yeah. And, and, yeah. And get a little bag of, you know, I need to get some nails. Okay, you go to the nail thing, get your little scoop out, yeah. scoop it up. The yeah. guy would put it in a little bag. I miss those. Yeah. And yeah. some of the fondest memories, and I know, Dad, you're listening. Some of the most fondest memories I've had as a childhood was going to my dad to the hardware store. Because it, right. always, it was always like a treat, you know. Yeah. Um, and, it, of course, you got to imagine when I was 8, you know, when you and I were 8, 10, 12, this was late 70s early 80s there was no right. cell phones internet i mean it was you you, you got out of the house why not go do so so that was a huge thing for me anyway yeah yeah you so wanted to I'm, you wanted to call somebody you had to go home and do it yeah i <laughs> i remember we had and I'll, I'll digress just for a brief moment we had one phone in the house and it was right next to the kitchen table um and I, even going through high school and it was um but it had the long you know 20 foot cords you can oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 and uh <laughs> I would get I I would get phone calls from a couple of girls during dinner, and for my dad, dinner time was family time, and you didn't oh, yeah. dinner yeah. time. Oh, and man. dad always sat with the phone behind him, uh, and so the phone would ring, and we weren't even allowed to reach it. Dad would just grab the phone, and he would say hello, and then he would say uh, he's he's eating. He'll call you back. Click. I, I I mean I wouldn't even know who was on the phone. He's like he's eating. He'll call you back. Click. I mean, and I get that, you know, dinner time was important to him. So, right. um, but anyway, so <laughs> I'm sorry, I really digressed. On no, that. no, 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 that's, that's, a, that's hundred percent. Uh, okay. I, I was going to say, you know, people just don't do that anymore. I mean, you know, no, we, we had, we had a phone hanging up in our kitchen also with the giant freaking <laughs> with the cord on there. The 50 and foot extension yeah, cord that you could extend. Oh, yeah. We had one in the kitchen, and the only other one we had inside the house was in my parents' bedroom because my dad was a head mechanic at the, the local um, power company. And sometimes in the middle of the night, one of the trucks would break down. He'd have to hop in his truck, get over to his service truck, and go out there and repair it on site. So he was on call all the time. So we had one in his bedroom. He also had one. Uh, he put installed one in the garage because he spent almost all his time out there working on stuff in the in the garage. So there was one out there as well. But yeah, yeah. Um, but eating at the table, I mean, that was it. There was no TV talk at the table. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there was no phone calls during that time. My mother even had to instill a a time because we had a couple of neighborhood buddies that would call on the weekends and she had yeah. to instill a time 10 a.m 10 o'clock in the morning nobody was allowed to call until <laughs> yeah. after 10 o'clock in the morning because then yeah. everybody was up and at him moving because otherwise you know our buddy was bored 8 30 in the morning he'd be dialing up the phone and driving my mother nuts you know so she would well she, yeah yeah you had to worry about stuff like that like uh, I'm gonna call the house. Is it too early or is it too late? Like, what's right. too late? Eight, yeah. eight o'clock at night. You didn't call unless it was an emergency. Past yep. like eight o'clock at night, right? Because you knew that there was one phone in that person's house. It was the old mechanical ringer, and it wake the whole house up. Now, yep. Nowadays, of course, I got my 14 year old. He's texting whoever till the wee hours in the morning, and yeah. And now you don't just, even have phones in the house. Yeah. It's all cell phones, yeah. and and honestly, yeah. now uh, yeah. I will. And, and you know, I don't call anybody on my phone unless it's a business that I gotta you know look for a freaking tire. 
Now I just send a text to anybody, you know, buddy, hey, I need them to, you know, so I don't forget. Let me send him a text. He'll get it when he gets it, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah but people don't sit around the table and eat anymore. That's that's the other thing, you know, that was uh, when we were well, growing up. we do at up, my house. Yeah. We don't really have the opportunity to do that here. I work different hours. The wife's gone at different times, and we're just never all in the same area for very long. So we try yeah. once in a while to sit down and, and in a in a group and, and hang out and you know watch a show together and do stuff. But it's it's increasingly difficult these days. But I think as as a whole, uh, this this country and the world, I think would do a little bit better by sitting around a table a little bit more often as families and, and connecting Absolutely. a little bit, you know, so I would anyway. challenge anybody, any family, anybody for a family gathering, dinner, lunch, breakfast, whatever, pick one family meal. If you have family in the house, kids at home, pick right. one meal. I would challenge any family, have a meal together, turn your cell phones off. I won't even say an hour, turn, turn the cell phones off for half an hour. And have a meal together. Yeah. If you can make an hour, great. Good on you. But just do a half an hour. And and I, I guarantee there's not a lot of people, not a lot of families that can do that nowadays. Right. Right. Um, but anyway, I, I digressed on that. So I And so did I. I was I, was, uh, <laughs> I on piggybacked on to, your uh, digression. <laughs> <laughs> We're just a, it's a digressive show, man. I That's, know, I know. That's right. Um so I'm on my way to uh, Home Depot. Mm-hmm. And our Home Depot is uh, a couple miles away. To me, it's like a quick 10-minute drive. Yeah, we run down to Home Depot, whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, I, they usually have. Now, being a veteran, I usually don't make a big deal out of, um, hey, they got veteran parking or we get veteran discount or whatever. I used to get embarrassed. And my it, it got to the point where my wife was like, they're offering you a discount out of the kindness of your hearts and you're actually offending like if you go to a restaurant oh we give a veteran discount you're offending that restaurant manager by not taking the discount because they're offering that to you free they, you didn't ask for it you, you know i don't know um, if you're offending anybody i'm in the same boat man i i don't i don't point out that i'm a veteran i don't go out of my way to say i, hey, I don't either me, i'm a veteran yeah you know i just you know it is what it is you know i just don't really want the the note you know notoriety just let me be you know, I so, did my time. I don't need to, to bring it up or, you know, I, I'm with you on that. Yeah. Well, I have uh, through my state, um, I because I'm a disabled veteran, I have a disability rating, I get special license plates. And I only do that because I don't have to pay registration every year. I get free registration. No, nice. A combat veteran. Yeah. So on my license plates, it says disabled veteran on the plates. Uh, so it's kind of hard to kind of hide that. So anyway, I, I go to um, Home Depot and they usually have like out from the store, there's the handicap parking spots and there's mm-hmm. there's about four or five of them right in front of the store. And that's great. I don't have, I have zero issues with handicap. Then there's one of the rows, the parking rows, which also has, and it had past tense, um, Handic- more handicap parking. There was six slots, one on each side of the row, and there were four slots with a big sign that said "Veteran Parking." We welcome our veterans. Veteran parking, um, and I actually enjoyed using those because it was kind of conveniently right up front for the store, and there was no questions asked. Nobody charged your ID or checked it and whatever. You know, nobody asked if you're yeah, you're veteran. I just happen to have license plates that say "Disabled Veteran," so it's kind of easy to kind of prove. Oh well, yeah, it works right. A veteran, yeah. yeah. 
So I would pull in, and yeah, that was one of the few times ever that I'd like to use. Hey, veteran park spot, you're gonna put a, if you're gonna put the red carpet out for me, I'm gonna I'm gonna use it. Okay, so I roll into Home Depot today, and I was looking for the veteran parking because it's a busy Home Depot, and I noticed that the veteran parking was gone, and they relocated it and replaced it, and uh, we had four spots of which all four were typically taken. A lot of veterans like to work on their homes. Mm-hmm. Um, and they moved them to like a couple of stall, a couple of rows over, and it's down to two spots, one on each side of the aisle. And they replace it with more handicap parking. And again, I don't get me wrong, I have zero issues with handicap parking. I have zero issues with you replacing veteran parking for handicap parking, mainly because most of your handicap folks that have the placard are probably veterans. Well deserved, you know? Yeah, in a lot of cases, sure. The issue that I have with it is the veterans parking was always full and always utilized. The handicap parking, there's more handicap parking spaces. And I and I understand that it's state DMV regulated. You have to have so many parking spaces, but they're continuously empty. Like, yeah. like if I took a picture, you would have a whole row of empty handicap parking spots. And then us veterans are fight, fighting over the two good spots over in the day and i was just it, it kind of made me a little bit upset just because of the fact of uh, unless and i get it if home depot is following like a state mandate or says you have to have you know the the disability what do you call it the ada american disability social mm-hmm. you have to have x amount of spots in front of the store i get that no issues with it but if why put in more spots of something that's not being utilized and taking something away from from a, a a segment of your customer base that uses the spots all the time right that's the question that i had about that and, and i guess i know it's a superfluous gripe but it's just one of those few things that i i kind of it was one of those few things it was a perk that they offered that i actually used and i used it quite frequently because I, I was kind of down there so it's kind of disappointed at Home Depot for for doing that, for getting rid of the veterans parking and putting in more handicapped parking of which zero of it is being utilized. And before anybody says anything, I'm down there all days out of the week, all different times. It's not just one time of the day that I go down there. You know, I'm I'm constantly in and out. So I I, I was real disappointed in Home Depot for, for doing that. But that's my big disappointment this week. And I had a big tangent about man buns, but I, th- I think I'll save that for another time. <laughs> yeah, so, somehow because, uh, I think that one will come up again. You know, yeah, uh, despite because, our best yeah, efforts some, to crush something like that, it's still going to come around. Oh yeah, I was doing my people watching and uh, came up with some <laughs> observations about young men in man buns, and God forbid, an old man in a man bun. But I will, you know, with a big WTF, I put that in the notes. I'll save that rant for another time because i know we gotta get to the news but yeah yeah let's let's do that let me find the button here we go where is it there it is here's another late development and this news keeps coming in all right so that means it's news time and let's go Oh, let's see. I think you put as many, if not more, than I did in here this week. Yeah, I, I was kind of clickbaiting this week. <clears throat> uh, let's start with Easter Bunny whisks Biden away <laughs> as he starts discussing, discussing Afghanistan. No, I, I was I flipped this and I I looked at it as I hadn't seen this one and it was uh, 
And, and I'm funny. going to interrupt you and say that is literally the Easter Bunny. Like there is a person mm-hmm. in an Easter Bunny costume. Okay, yeah. that's not a joke. That's yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, and that was exactly it. And and I don't know what he was. He was uh, he was answering a reporter's questions. He was in the middle of that. What was it? The Easter egg roll. Yeah, the thing Easter at the White House. Yeah, and he was out there, and he started to say, in quotes, Pakistan should not, and Afghanistan should be. And that's when the Easter Bunny comes over, and he says, oh, the Easter Bunny, someone has heard off camera. And right at that point, the Easter Bunny steps in front of him, kind of putting his hands up, almost like he's guarding a, a, a basketball player, you know. And then Biden just turns around and wanders away. Just, <laughs> I saw the video yeah, and I'm like, oh my God, just wandered off. <laughs> oh my God. It's, uh. Yeah, he, he had time for a couple of questions and of course everything. So I, before I get into that, let me say this. There is a reason why the office of the president or the presidency has a press corps that is there. The press corps, although as of lately it has been failing, but the press corps is supposed to be the voice of the – that's why we have a free country. It is the voice of the people. The press corps has reporters there to to shout out the hard questions. What about this? What about that? What are you going to do about this? Because they are supposed to be the voice of the people asking the president. You know, and that's the whole reason why they have the press corps. But what right. Biden has done is he is completely, basically, if it's not on a three by five card that's been submitted ahead of time, where they can, you know, his think tank can come up with answers with it. There's no impromptu. There's no questions. There's no. It defeats the purpose of having a press corps there that is supposed to be the voice of the people to the White House. So, um, anyway, I, I just want to inter- interrupt you with with that because literally he took. Like they asked a couple of non-scripted questions, and he started fumbling through it, and literally the Easter Bunny had to jump in there and and shoo him away. And if you notice in Biden during his press conferences, Jill Biden, I think Jill Biden's a handler. I think she's the one that's truly running this country because so was she, she the one is, in the bunny suit? No, she's not the one, but because I'm looking at a photo of her standing next to Biden with someone right. else in the bunny suit. Yeah, so it's yep. kind of like. It's kind of like the masked singer, we that, that stupid TV show where they have the. It's like the yeah, masked. Yeah. Like who's the one? In the, who's who's in the bunny suit? That's what we want to know. That's that's one of the handlers. But if you notice at all of Biden's press conferences, uh, and a lot of times they mute her mic. They're pretty good about it. But she is always right there behind him. Like okay, stand here, pause. Okay, wave. Okay, salute. Okay, say this. She's the one that's giving him the directions. She's calling the shots. Like like behind behind him as he's standing up the podium, this guy is so incompetent. He has he doesn't even know where he's at right. half the time. That the Easter Bunny literally has to step in, and of course his answer was when they pressed him on a hard question, like, "Hey, um, you know, what about the 82nd Airborne being deployed to Afghanistan?" It's a, it's a le- legit question. Like, are we going? Or, I'm sorry, deployed to uh, uh, Ukraine, Afghanistan. I apologize. Is the 82nd Airborne being deployed to the Ukraine, which is a legit? hard point question like are we sending in uniformed troops to the, to the ukraine before he can answer and his response was um i, I got a i got a i got a plane to catch you know in indicating the air force one which we all know it's not like air force one is going to take off without him you know right <laughs> i i got a, i got a plane to catch i got a schedule plane to catch that was his his, <laughs> his excuse at the moment the freaking right. easter bunny come on man 
come on. Yeah, it's something. Um, how about U.S. stops mask requirements on planes after judge's ruling? Yeah, so that's that's um, old news, but still good news if you haven't heard. Uh, there was a judge that put a, a hold on the public transport mask mandate, which is important to me, at least because I know I, I got to fly out on businesses uh, here a week from this Sunday. But uh, so no more masking on airplanes, no more masking. Now, there are still some local cities like I know the city of Los Angeles is still required. They did their own city ordinance where you got to put your mask well, back sure, on. Yeah. Yeah, and, and it should be left up to the states. It should be left up to the cities. Um, and it, it it's it's not that you can't wear them. It's just simply there's no requirement that says you absolutely right. There's no have mandate to, to wear yes. them. I'm even going to go one step further and say that it's up to the individual to decide if I want to put a mask on or not. You want to put a mask on? That's great. Put a mask on. I'm not going to wear one again. From we've already talked about. Oh, I yeah. drank Kool Aid. I got the vaccine. I still got COVID. Mask, the mask didn't work. No. Plain and simple. Don't. doesn't work. Nope. Um, but what I what I get, I guess the complaint I have about this is, of course, Biden and the White House has appealed, like, hey, we're going to appeal this and get yeah. the mask mandates put back up. But on the other hand, the White House is fighting to get rid of Title 42, which is the health mandate on the border so basically in lay layman's terms they don't care about an unknown immigrant coming across the border whether they are covid positive not covid positive whether they are wearing a mask or not, they could care less about that so these people can come freely over the border but when i get onto an airplane as a united states citizen i i, I have to have a mask on I, I don't get it the 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 uh the priorities are so screwed up. It's a no wonder why we have the Easter Bunny that is shooing him away. Right. They ask him right. A question. Well, what it comes down to, and it, it, it's sad to say, but they don't want any anything that prevents people from coming into our country illegally because they vote Democrat. We need to, it's a vote as, farm. that's what it is. Every one of them that comes in there votes Democrat because, Oh my God, they opened up the gate to this country for us and they don't want to any, have anything, any reason to, to, you know, persuade them to not come because, Oh, you have to wear a mask. And so they're removing all this stuff. But those of us that just are already citizens and flying around on planes, well, screw you guys, you guys wear masks and we're going to fight out, you know, create a lawsuit about something stupid like this. It's about control. We want to control the citizens of this Absolutely. place. And what better way than to bring millions of, of unregistered and undocumented and illegal, uh, into our country so that they can vote and, you know, sway whatever we want it, you know, want them to sway and eliminate your power and take away your word, your, your, your voice by doing so. Uh, I wish it wasn't like that, but it is. Uh, Ilian Omar mocked for voicing outrage over Easter worship on a plane. Apparently yeah, so this broad reply says, "Why do you hate Christians?" Th this broad has got the audacity to stand up there and a little bit of background on this. It is 
zero issue. In other words, it is it, actually it's a protected right that um, in my son's school that if you have Muslim students that they are allowed to leave class to go into a room to pray and they are allowed to fly um, LBGTQ, AAQ, plus plus P plus whatever flags around and they are able to express themselves freely and openly um and i have no problems with the muslim religions i have several friends that are muslims that you know are, are great people um and and if good outstanding productive members of the community and you know god bless them you know for for anybody i don't care muslim christian catholic if you are a good productive member of your community god bless you keep doing you know keep you do you boo keep doing your thing but she's got the audacity to come out there because there were some christians i guess that were on a, an airplane on a flight and they decided to sing some one of the pastors had a guitar and they were kind of doing like a little group jamboree sing along on an airplane and, and i get it some people don't want to be bothered you know i don't want to be bothered when i'm sitting on an airplane but she cried outrage and it's again it's that hypocrisy in motion where you know we can't have any christians singing on an airplane but a a muslim person can can drop down at five o'clock in the afternoon turn to mecca and pray uh, out in the open of public and nobody can say anything about that so my whole point of putting that up there is if one party is protected because of religious reasons and if you're a muslim and you're praying you have legitimate protected religious freedoms to be able to do that then the christian singing on the airplane should be afforded the same the the, the same protective uh, uh rights to do it you can't they should have be they should be yeah. but they're not that's you, that's you can't the problem have it, one way and not the other well in other yeah. words religious freedom or religious rights should be equal across the board in this case it's not and she's not and she's a hypocrite and she needs to, to get the hell out of office basically well you know what L listening to what vernon jones this uh former uh well pro-trump former democrat who's running to represent georgia in the u.s house of representatives and well it says he asks and he says if the freedom of religion we enjoy here in america disturbs you Ilian, feel free to pack your bags and head back to somalia sedan or wherever you're from and take your brother with you <laughs> <laughs> i loved that part why do you hate yeah. christians Ilian? and that's really what it comes down to this country was founded largely upon christianity and the fact that today we're we've we've gone and have opened it up and said you know what freedom of religion and well it's just across the board everybody has the freedom of religion well that doesn't discount christianity and that Correct. seems to be what everybody's trying to do we are not going to rewrite our country's history because somebody who just came from a foreign country wants to turn our country into what they got rid of by leaving their other country. That's not going to end well. You don't come over here and change our country. You leave it as is and you be happy with what you've got. And you be happy because we afford you all of those little extra opportunities to, to worship and do your thing on yours uh, and your time. And, and wherever you need to just leave us the hell alone don't push it on us we're not pushing stuff on you it shouldn't be more black and white than that but here it is they're trying to you know get rid of that stuff and it's frustrating as well, all hell. what ms omar is forgetting 
it is because of the Judeo-Christian background. It is because of the foundations of a Judeo-Christian country that was founded on religious persecution. I mean, that's that's why the Puritans left Europe in to begin with to come, you know, to set out and find a place to be free of religious persecution. It's because of that and because of the Christians that were the majority in the country for such a long time. It's because of that that she was able to come over here and to be lead uh, well, I wouldn't call it successful, but she would call it a successful political career, but she forgets and she is biting the hand that feeds her. It's because of those Judeo-Christian values that everybody and we should honor religion and freedom. It's because of those values that she's even the position that she is in right now. And she's completely forgotten that. Yeah. Oh, let's move to, let's go back to Disney here because they're still in the news. <laughs> yeah, Disney. What about Tinkerbell? I see you put that one up in there. Well, how's that? Yeah. One? So, I remember we covered uh, a few episodes ago. They wanted to remake um, Minnie Mouse got a makeover and they put her in a purple pantsuit because they didn't want her. I guess the polka dot skirt was too feminine, I guess, whatever. Anyway, so Tinkerbell and Captain Hook are now under fire from Disney uh, executives and Disney viewers because Tinkerbell... (laughs) As we know, is um, she's a pixie and she's flirty, she's flirtatious, and she likes the boys. She especially has a crush on Peter Pan. Um, but Tinkerbell, because of her, her, her flirtatious and I guess her figure, the way that they animated her with her little—I don't know what what is that fig leaf outfit that she wears. She Something is now like that, making yeah. the um, people that watch anything with Tinkerbell. Um, she makes everybody. She's too body conscious. And, and outwardly displays jealousy towards Wendy um, because Wendy has a crush on Peter as oh well. And so because because people are feeling body shame because Tinkerbell is drawn, I guess, too perfect that they want to change her and, and change her outlook image. Um, and let's not forget that Tinkerbell is kind of the unofficial, right up there with the mouse, with Mickey Mouse, Tinkerbell is kind of like the spokesperson because who comes out? At the beginning or the ending of the credits and does the waves a little wand and a little fire. It's Tinkerbell that comes out and flies around. So mm-hmm. she's kind of like the the impromptu spokesperson. So and then of course there's Captain Hook. And Captain Hook is Captain Hook because he has a hook for his hand. And as we all know, Captain Hook lost his hand because the alligator bit his hand off, and so that's why he has to have a hook on his hand. But I guess um, he fuels prejudice against disabled individuals due to his and i quote villainous nature um and that he is um because he has a hook for his hand he is quote unquote mean yeah. so now they want to change the image of captain hook in disney now. he was or, mean because uh, he was a goddamn pirate he was a pirate <laughs> i mean my god pirates are not i mean even even in today's day and age pirates are not friendly people <laughs> he was a Duh. pirate he was playing a villain of course he's going to be mean it, 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 the fact that he had a hook in his hand bared no it, it bared no uh, um, what am I trying to say it had no bearing on the fact that he was mean whether he had a hook or didn't have a hook he could have had a wooden leg he could have had an iPad yeah. it had no bearing on it um, yeah. but anyway so yeah that was just kind of well, I just and, kind of laughing at that because and in what uh, world do they does anybody look 
at Tinkerbell and say she's perfect. If you look at the way she's drawn, her hips are twice the size of the rest of her body. I don't know. And her head is... kick her out of the bed for her saltines. No, or, <laughs> no, 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 no. It, we won't go there. <laughs> it's just stupid. It's just complete and utter stupid. But, but here's the thing. Uh, as a result, Disney will soon put a disclaimer on its streaming service, Disney, Disney Plus, to make viewers aware that these characters are somehow more harmful to children's development than characters who are gender or fluid or gay. Oh, you know what? Speaking of, hold on, hold on, hold on. Of, I, 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 oh, I can't add something. fucking take this anymore. So we got to do this. Fuck you, Disney. <laughs> I can't take that shit. All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. I interrupted. Oh, no, no, you're new. You're fine. And speaking of, and this just popped up like a couple hours before the show. My teenager is downloading. He loads up his Xbox and he's got the Marvel Avengers game, right? And so he's sure. downloaded the new updates, whatever. And it's got the splash screen that pops up. And it's got the, um, you know, this may contain flashing objects, so it may cause seizures. It's got all the, the warning signs up there, right? And I saw a new warning, and it caught my eye because it was something new. And this warning pops up, and it says, this video game may contain um, images of spiders and webs and may be fearful to somebody. I'm trying I'm paraphrasing. May be fearful to somebody because it contains or somebody that suffers from arachnophobia. They had to put a warning on there for spiders against arachnophobia. <laughs> Oh my God! Yeah, <laughs> I I don't know. I, I mean, at what point in time do you draw the line mm -hmm. and and say that we, you know, okay, the warning for arachnophobia on a video game that's probably a little bit too far. I don't know. Where's the line drawn? I haven't seen the, the line, line. You know, we missed the line way back in the nineties <laughs> when political correctness started to be a fucking thing. That's where we should have drawn the fucking line. <laughs> that's what we didn't do it, and now look at the shit that we're in. It's a constant shit show everybody's offended about every little bullshit thing. We're making up things now to be pissed off at. I've, I've fucking had it, man. This goddamn country's fucked. We're going down the tubes quick, but all right, enough <laughs> about that. I don't, yeah. Uh, you know what? Fuck this other Disney story. It's just, they suck. Yeah, you can fuck can Disney. Fuck Disney all the, all the hell. They, they took a political stance and they're suffering. That's basically what that article was. Yeah, let's see. Let's let's go to fuck Al Sharpton too. He's a piece of shit. I'm just gonna <laughs> scratch him. That sums that one up. Yep, that sums him up. He wants people to fight and cause troubles and whatnot again. Al Sharpton, um, f him. Okay, all right. Yeah, Al <laughs> Sharpton, piece of shit. Next story. <laughs> Uh, how about Vice President Kamala Harris test positive for COVID? Or I know the or thing. or my question is, did she really test positive, or are they just using this as an excuse to hide her away for ten to fourteen days? I think it was an <laughs> excuse to hide her away. And, I think and where so was her too. mask? Where yeah. was her mask at? I thought the mask was supposed to protect her. Right, Apparently and that's it just it. Well, she 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 stated that she's grateful to be both vaccinated and boosted, but oh, she, oh and boosted, and oh, she still yeah. got it. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah, she still kind of throws that theory out there. Though. Yeah, it still blows that shit right out of there. Yeah, she has no symptoms, but will isolate and continue to work from the vice president's residence. Yeah, okay. 
work. Yeah, from my ass. from some bunker basement in whatever yeah. hellhole she crawled out of. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, it was California, I think. But um, you know what they did? They they buried her in a bunker. Said, "Here's a that's TV. Exactly what they did. Here's a TV. Here's a remote. Here's a small refrigerator. There's no cell phones. There's no phones. There's no nothing into that into that facility. She's under house arrest. Go, yeah, go go away for 14 days and shut up. We don't want to hear anything because you're embarrassing us. That's yeah, what happened. We all need yeah. a fucking break. <laughs> and go, the funny thing is, in a corner. The best part about it is, it's super easy for her to quarantine. She has no staff. They all left already. Yeah, so. they abandoned ship a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. So it shouldn't be hard for her to quarantine away from people. Most of them have already bailed. <laughs> uh, here's a clip I thought was kind of neat. Uh, Russians, uh, Russia's Putin and China, China's Z uh, laugh at space cadet Kamala Harris. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because, uh, let's see, instead of visiting America's southern border or even Ukraine, President, uh, Vice President Harris went from uh, went home to California for a big speech at Vandenberg Air Force Base Monday. This was the day before she tested positive. Space is exciting, in quotes. She coos at the full bright tone we use at six-year-olds confronting broccoli at dinner. Quote, it affects us all and it connects us all, she continued. Uh, and then it gets worse. Spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. It gets worse. Come on, where does it say? Where where's the more quotes? God damn it, where did they go? Uh let's see. With Space Force service members arrayed behind her for the big speech, she announces that the US would halt destructive satellite tests where your missiles blow up your own old satellite on orbit. Quote, these tests are dangerous and we will not conduct them. Uh, she called on all nations, uh, including China and Russia, to join the band. So, okay, let me get this straight. Go ahead. Launching a missile into outer space to blow up a satellite that is no longer in use, that's in outer space. Yeah, And when I mean satellite. outer space, I'm, I'm, I'm talking way out. tens of hundreds of hundreds of thousands of miles in outer space. Yep. And it's harmful. To what the environment? To the to the to, to what to the to the hootie owl, the endangered hootie owl down yeah, in the yeah. tree. What is it dangerous to? Well, and what? that's exactly it. And the, the the kicker about this whole thing is the U.S. has no plans to blow up any satellites. The only true oh, American anti-satellite test took place in 1985. And it was actually a pretty cool event involving the U.S. Air Force, F-15 fighter, and a special missile. Then in 2008, the U.S. uh, shot down a broken spy satellite, carefully timing the impact so chunks would burn up in the atmosphere. Okay, I'm throwing the bullshit flag on that because I know for a fact that there was a test conducted with the F-14 Tomcat back in the 80s when they first loaded up the Phoenix missile system. The Phoenix missile system and what was uh, infamous about that was that the F-14 along with the F-15 could basically go full afterburner straight up into the atmospheres, you know, to their maximum operating capacity and launch this Phoenix missile to be able to, and the Phoenix missile will launch it and be able to take. So I know that there were tests that were done with the F-14 as well. So bullshit. I mean, that's not even top secret. I, even I know that. That was well, from right. the 80s. In Bullshit. the 80s, right. But there's no current plans to blow up any satellites. I call bullshit on that, too. We don't know what the military is doing. 
We <laughs> we don't need to know what the military well, is doing. Yeah, the best it, interest it, of, of, of either of, uh, either way, yeah, Russia and, and China are laughing at her as as we all are. So I mean, it just it was funny because she's just making shit up that wasn't even a, a story. She just spewing random garbage. Um, yeah, the cackler. Yeah. But um, what they need to do is record her cackling and then and then play that, you know, on a loop over the radio waves and send that back to China. And, and that, that would be more effective than blowing up a saddle. I don't know. I'm going off on a tangent here. She's, yeah, she's, she's, that's why I'll default back to the, uh, to the COVID. That's why they got her hidden in a, in a bunker for 14 days. Right. Uh, let's see. Where are we at on time? Uh, yeah, we better get closer to wrapping these up. Let's go to, let's see what do we got. Let's skip that one. Here's one I wanted to quick talk about. Um, something that I thought was really interesting. The home that inspired the movie Con- The Conjuring. I don't know if you ever saw yes. that. Uh, yes. One of the most well-known haunted houses in the United States is up for grabs, if you dare. It's for sale at $1.2 million. Now, it's not a very sweet-looking house. This is in Burrillville, Rhode Island. Um, I mean, it's, the house itself isn't the greatest looking house. It looks like an old kind of a cabin style. Um, but I have seen the inside of it from pictures. I think one of the, uh, there was a TV show where they did some, uh, ghost hunting or something in the house. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so it's certainly interesting. Um, I mean, I brought up the question once before about a house that, that, uh, yeah. much people were murdered yeah, in. Um, yeah, the su- serial killer or something. Yeah, a guy killed a bunch of people and he was trying to sell his house. And would you buy that? The question is, would you buy and live in a haunted house? Nope. No? Nope. So, so so you're a big believer. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. There's yeah. just too much bad energy, weird voodoo shit going on. Now, what I would do is buy it. <laughs> what I would do is buy it. Okay. And and then I would rent it out as like an Airbnb and charge people a lot of money. Like, hey, if you want to stay in the Conjuring house, you can, you know, for five grand for two nights. You can. That's what I would. It do. is a hell of a location. I mean, if you look it, at it, it is, it, it is yeah. a it's a beautiful piece of property. It's kind of off by itself. It's a sweet freaking setup, really. But yeah, I don't know that I would be. I mean, I'm. Nope. I I yeah I, I'm I'm a believer. I've heard some stuff. I've been involved in some stuff and that's just not kind of stuff that i would i would think it'd be awesome to walk through in broad daylight with a handful of other buddies oh yeah probably armed with 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 a firearm or two to make me feel safe um and i'd walk (laughs) through quickly some holy water yeah (laughs) yeah yeah maybe an old priest and a young priest with me just to be safe (laughs) a little extra safe you know um, yeah, I might, I'd go walk through it. I, I, I'd, I'd enjoy that part of it, but you turn off the lights. I'm, I'm going to run like a little bitch. <laughs> I'm going to run well, like I'm a saying, little bitch. I, I would buy it and market it and sell it. I mean, now I say that because when I was in England, uh, in the air force, and this was mm-hmm. decades ago, oh, yeah. it was really popular for you to go to these overnight stays at these haunted castles right. and stay, and they would charge you an arm and a leg. Um, and, and there was a lot of legit sightings and stuff, whatever, but they would charge it. And so I would buy this and I would, I would, uh, turn a pretty good profit because there would be people that would pay 
to go stay at this place. I mean, they would pay you some good money to go stay at this place. But that's as far as I wouldn't even go go near it, not even stand on the same block as it. I, I would turn it over to a management company and say, make me some profit off this. Right. <laughs> it's a creepy looking place, though. <laughs> it really is. Uh, yeah, well, <clears throat> as with every uh, every show, we're going to rip down to just, just a final couple here and, and more of a fun one here. Uh, Florida man arrested after stealing a crossbow by stuffing it down his trousers. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. <laughs> what kind of trousers? I haven't seen the article. What kind of trousers was he wearing? Well, it says Darren, Darren Durant 46 used a pair of cutting tools to remove the security tag on a Raven Rio crossbow. Um, actually Raven crossbows are made just down the road from me. So. Um, anyway, a suspect has been arrested for allegedly stealing a crossbow by stuffing it down his trousers in Florida. Uh, he's seen on the CCTV at the True Value store uh, in February. He can be seen walking into the shop with a crutch before taking a pair of cutting tools, removing the security tag. He then can be seen shoving the weapon down the front of his trousers before walking out. Amazingly, he made it out of the shop, but was arrested a few days later in the car park of a nearby store. An arrest warrant was issued for Brevard County for Durant, who is currently in custody for unrelated burglary charges. And that's all there is on the story. They don't tell you what kind of pants. Doesn't tell you anything. Yeah, I want to know what kind of pants do you wear to shove a crossbow down? (laughs) All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit play on the video. Want to learn how to find some of the best options? Shut up! I don't want to hear an ad. Right, Did you skip. put the link? At, where's the link at? Uh, let me let me. All right, hold on. Let's copy and about. There you go. There it is. There it so, is. There so it what is. I'm gonna do is I'm gonna hit play. All right, let's take see. a look. Yeah, at he's he's walking in there with it with it with a crutch. Holy Christ! He just shoved it straight down his pants, and then he covers. Okay. Yeah. And then he covers it with his yep. shirt. Yeah, he's got a crutch, so he's he was faking the limp. Okay, so that was a, that Jesus, was. Jesus, how do you not notice when he's <laughs> turned when he turns around <laughs> he, and walks? He's and got he this giant his shirt over bulge. It. Yeah, he but, tucks his shirt over it. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then he's gonna grab the crutch. And, yeah, watch uh, when he walks. Oh my goodness! How, how do you not <laughs> see that? Either he's a porn star and needs to be in porn movies with the bulge coming out of his shorts. Oh, no, the bulge is hanging down below his knees for fuck's sake. Oh my god! You know what? I I, I give him I give him points for trying for ingenuity. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, and then I then I got one more that's even more funny. Uh, I have to give a shout out to the wife. She was flipping through Facebook or Twitter or something the other morning. And she's like, Oh my God. And she sent me this link and this link. And I don't know if you saw it, so I'm going to copy it and throw it in the, in the channel for you. Is that the Facebook one? Uh, it is. And this one, I (laughs) woman try a woman (laughs) dies. Woman dies trying to catch a sword with her vagina. (laughs) (laughs) So, (laughs) <laughs> Kelly Browers, 25, of Simi Valley, California, passed away from injuries sustained while attempting to catch a sword with her vagina. Kelly dreamed of just making it onto America's Got Talent. 
She was honing her craft and getting ready to send in an audition tape when the accident happened. (laughs) Are you goddamn kidding? I would have loved to read more of the story, but... I am sorry that she passed away. I truly am sorry. However, that being said... um, God, I would... Yeah, that's horrible. What a horrible well, way to go. There are some Catching comments here. <laughs> and and the comments here, one of them says, I read the article and the sword managed to pass her pancreas liver stomach until it stopped at her in her lung. So it doesn't mention how long the sword was though. My god. Wow. Wow. So she actually caught it. <laughs> I mean, it, uh, it yeah. sounds like it. Wow. This is one of those cases of when you play stupid games, you win stupid prizes. And as unfortunate as it is, I mean, this is this is like the, you know, you read about the guy that's juggling the two bowling balls and, and the chainsaw and cuts his hand off. I mean, what, what were you thinking? You know I, what I this is? Know. You know what this is? This is natural selection weeding out yes. the stupid so that she doesn't reproduce and have, have dumb little offspring running around doing stupid shit for future generations. So good honor, I guess, for, for Darwin Award. Yeah, winner. yeah, yeah. You know what? She can, you know, here's one for her, Kamala and Al. <laughs> He had to throw the Al Sharpton in there. Fucking right, that piece of crap. Yeah. <laughs> he uh, thought he was getting away scot free without a gong. No, Al, that's your gong. No, Al, you're a piece of crap. Boom. Yeah, you, gong yep, your ass. Boom. <laughs> oh, Christ. And we did it just about an hour. I had to cut a bunch of stuff, but that's all right. Uh, we'll have more for next time then. So. Definitely more for next time. <laughs> No, and hopefully I'll be a hundred percent because there was some there was some inhaling and some sniffing and some ugh, still got some crud. You know, it's still COVID. I'm still you know quarantining, I guess. So sort of. I'm just not going to work. <laughs> I mean, I'm not really going anywhere else. But I'm you know here I am. But hopefully next week it'll be better and all this crap will be gone and it'll be a better show. But I think it was pretty good anyway this week. Any, uh, uh, any, any, any anything to say before we head out the door? Yeah, big shout out to the Koloa Distillery in Kauai and Hawaii. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, several different rums. This one that I'm drinking, well, not right now, but that I have sampled, is it's just called the Hawaiian Dark well, it's Rum. It's okay now. The they, show's wrapped up, so yeah, break away. Yeah, show's wrapped <laughs> up. Uh, uh, they, you know, really good. I was, I was very surprised, skeptical, because it wasn't a traditional Caribbean rum, but they've got other flavors like a coconut rum and uh, a coffee rum, which I would be interested in because it's got some Kona coffee in it. But anyway, big mm. shout out to the Koloa um, and and uh, yeah, great job. If if you get a chance, the bottles weren't that expensive. You know it's what? A link good link, link that to me because uh, you know I've yeah. got a lot of time off right now, so maybe I'll just start drinking. Yeah, there you, know? you go. I mean, if you no, can no, find it, no I don't better know time than now to to start up a drinking <laughs> habit. You know, <laughs> <laughs> why why not? You, you know, you're. You killed your lungs with with uh, COVID. Let's go for the liver next. <laughs> yeah, well, my liver's already suspect because I lost a gallbladder, and that's that's a god yeah, that's thing. Right, I, uh, I lost the appendix a few years back. So, yeah, what the hell? I may as well, you know, you know, 
they did say alcohol, you know, I mean, alcohol does kill COVID, so why don't I just drink it? I'll drink it. Drink some alcohol. Become an alcoholic. No, I won't do that. Here you go. One link coming up. Awesome. Big fan of that. But anyway, let's uh, head out the door. Everybody, thanks for listening. Uh, check us out at anchor.fm. And you know what? Uh, here's a here's a quick uh, quick thought. One of the one of the guys, one of my buddies from work, uh, mentioned. He says, "What what is this .fm?" He said, "You know, that's that's I guess the .fm instead of like .com .net .org all those .fm is some foreign yeah, country. Dot, it it, it take, puts us into dot. some foreign country." And he was like. What are you trying to pull there, man? I was like, it's just, I assume <laughs> the dot FM has to do with like radio, you know, F AM, FM type thing. That's, that's what I always assumed it was, but apparently he says the dot FM links to some foreign country and he thought I was pulling over a fast one on him or something. So I'm like, no, no, absolutely not. <laughs> but anyway, anchor.fm, uh, check us out at, uh, you know, logic lane there. And, uh, Cheap as a buck a month if you want to throw something at us. Otherwise, just just download, listen, tell your friends, say you have any interest in this kind of stuff. It's cool. It's, Cheaper it's than a sword you can ram through your pancreas. Right. You two can sponsor the show. Yeah. <laughs> All right. With that, everybody, <laughs> take care. Bye-bye. All I've had today is like six gummy bears and some scotch. <laughs>